Have you ever stepped into a room and felt uncomfortable? What if that room was buzzing with energy, people engaged in conversation, laughter echoing against the walls, and a vibrant atmosphere that should have been inviting? But for you, it was an overwhelming sea of faces, each one a potential interaction filled with unknowns. You're not sure where to stand, who to talk to, what to say. You're paralyzed by the situation, caught in the grip of self-doubt. If this sounds like you and you want to know how to become more confident, then you might want to keep watching. Hey guys, I'm Zabir. Welcome back. If you're new, hit subscribe. Just be more confident. If only it was that simple. Today, we'll go into what confidence truly means, why you might not be confident, and then we'll break down 13 ways you can build confidence. Let's get into it. First of all, what are we dealing with? What is confidence? To me, confidence is having a profound belief in yourself. It's not just a buzzword, it's how you navigate the world. Being confident is a skill. It means that you have trust in your abilities and you're secure in who you are. Confidence comes from taking action and being confident has so many benefits in the real world because the more confident you become, the better you'll be able to communicate with others, you'll be more adaptable, you have more resilience, you're more likely to be a positive influence to those around you and you'll be more assured in your decision making. And when you believe in your abilities and value yourself, you're less likely to succumb to self-doubt, anxiety and stress. But where do your fears and doubts about yourself come from? Why do you lack confidence? Is it from social media where everyone is living a seemingly perfect life and you're not? Is it from your friends and family? Is it from your upbringing? Does it come from some form of physical or emotional trauma? Whatever it is, it's probably casting a shadow on your self-esteem. If we dig deeper, the reasons why we lack confidence lead to a lot of negative feelings because if you lack confidence, you probably care too much about what other people think. And yeah, we want to be respected and liked by others, but when you value the opinions of others over your own, you're undervaluing yourself. And if you lack confidence, you probably have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself. And these destructive thoughts can be big roadblocks and they can damage the mindset needed for confidence to thrive. You might also be comparing yourself with others. Social media can make you feel inadequate because of the endless comparisons we make when we're online, and we all do it. You probably also brush off compliments instead of internalizing them and appreciating them, and doing this can contribute to a negative self-perception. And you probably underestimate your own capabilities. When you're not confident, you'll be doubting yourself. You might be shy, you might not wanna take risks, you might not wanna try new things because you'll be afraid of making mistakes. And this was me. In school, I wasn't very popular or athletic, so getting picked last or near the end in sports was quite common. This can completely erode your confidence and self-worth. Even though I actually liked football growing up, I'd see the kids play in the playgrounds, I'd rarely get involved, and if I did, I'd be the goalie. I remember at the end of the day, I was at the lockers packing my bag, ready to go home, along with all the other kids rushing to get their things. But then I felt someone tap me on my shoulder. I was around 14 at the time, and this lad told me that our school had a match with another school, and they were short on one player. And he asked if I wanted to play. I actually had my PE kit because we had PE that day together. Uh, PE is physical education. I remember hesitating and shying away. I told him that I'm not a good player and that he should ask someone else. He said that the coach was leaving in five minutes, otherwise the game will be called off. So I turned around, trying to find someone else to take up the mantle, and no one was interested. I really didn't want to play because I felt that if I did, I would mess up and make the team lose. I know they were desperate for a player, and he persisted, and he said that I just have to play in defense and kick the ball if it comes near me. I kind of smiled, and then with all my school bag and kit in my hand, I reluctantly agreed 
Okay, I'll do it. So I followed him to the car park and hopped on the coach. As I passed the players walking down the coach aisle, I could feel the weight of everyone's expectations pressing down on me. And as the bus rolled through the streets towards the rival school, my palms were sweaty and my heart was racing. I had a million thoughts racing through my mind, mainly negative self-talk. You haven't played a match before. You can't play. You'll let the team down. Before I knew it, the bus pulled up to the school and the other team were already warming up with precision passes and practice drills. My God, we're going to get killed. And I couldn't help but feel like a fish out of water. And it was a classic winter's day in the UK. So raining, windy and freezing cold. And the knot in my stomach just kept on twisting. What have I gotten myself into? As we were warming up, the same guy who pulled me into this mess approached me with a reassuring grin. Don't worry, mate. You'll be great. Just stay in defense and kick the ball if it comes near you. His encouragement didn't do much to help my nerves, but I nodded and the referee blew his whistle a few times to get everyone's attention and the game was starting. This was it. I was standing on this muddy, cold field and the game is literally about to start in my mind. I thought that I was already there. I can't back out now. I might as well give it a try. And the whistle blew and the ball was kicked and the chaos ensued. I positioned myself to the left side of central defense, trying not to trip over my own feet. I really didn't want to be noticed. I didn't want the ball to come near me. Within the first couple of minutes, it rolled to me and without thinking, I just swung my right foot and connected with the ball and just pelted it down the pitch and it sailed into their half. I couldn't believe I kicked it that far. There was nothing spectacular about it. There was no finesse or technique, but it was a small win for me. We ended up winning the game 1-0 and afterwards, a few of my teammates and the coaches told me that I had a good game and I played well. And the same guy who asked me to play told me I was a natural. He said that his local team were training later that evening and that I should come along. I didn't know if he was joking or not, but I actually felt like saying yes. I'd usually decline, but I was actually feeling pretty good about myself. I asked him for the details and I went along and that was the start of my football career until I injured my knee. Story for another time. So that impromptu football match became a mini turning point in my life. It taught me that sometimes all it takes is a leap of faith and a push from someone who sees your potential. And it was about stepping outside of my comfort zone and proving myself that I could overcome my insecurities. And from that day forward, I've carried the lesson with me. Confidence isn't about being perfect. It's about trying and embracing the challenges and learning from them and surprising yourself along the way. So how do we become more confident? How do we develop this skill? Before we go into the 13 methods to help make you more confident, I want you to picture someone confident, maybe someone famous, a sports person, a friend or a family member. Now picture them walking into that room I described at the start, the one brimming with energy, laughter and conversation. As they enter, they don't hesitate to take a moment to look around the room with a calm assurance. Imagine them effortlessly strolling over to join a group in conversation and notice how they seamlessly navigate the space, their body language open, inviting and expressive. They maintain eye contact. They listen actively, absorbing the words spoken and respond with a poised composure that leaves a lasting impression. They are comfortable in that room or any room for that matter. They exude confidence. This picture is not a daydream. It's the blueprint for the kind of confidence we're aiming to create. And just on that, no one is born confident. You become confident. Confidence doesn't just happen. It comes from taking action. It's a continuous process. And it's a byproduct of the evidence you've built through your life experiences. And being confident is actually quite important because life will continuously throw challenges at us as long as we're alive. If you had more self-confidence to face those challenges, you'll be far better off than if you weren't. So now let's go through the 13 things you can 
to do to build confidence. The first thing is to speak clearly. Try articulating your thoughts with clarity and conviction. Slow it down and don't rush your words when you're speaking. Your words have weight and the way you express them influences how others perceive you. Pause between phrases and thoughts and you don't need to shout. The next thing is to be intentional with your life. I could probably do a whole video on this topic, but I'll keep it brief. If you have a purpose, a reason for why you wake up in the morning, you will be living an intentional life. Your decisions will be aligned with your values and goals. And if you ask a successful person or someone on a mission what the plan is for the week, they will tell you. And on top of that, they probably won't even care what you think because their purpose means more than what other people think about them. To be intentional, clarify your purpose, identity, passions, and set goals for yourself. This can really help with your confidence. And this brings me on to the next point. Stop asking permission, stop seeking validation, and stop comparing yourself to others. Confidence flourishes when you trust your thoughts and judgments. You need to start embracing your uniqueness. No one can compete with you on being you. The next thing is to go to the gym and work out. Lift heavy weights. This is important for so many reasons. Going to the gym will improve your health. When you feel strong and fit, you'll become physically more empowered and have more of a positive body image about yourself, which can make you feel more confident. Also, Exercise causes the release of endorphins, which are the feel-good hormones, and these can positively impact your mood and reduce your stress. Better mental health contributes to a more positive self-perception and therefore more confidence. One thing I've noticed is that going to the gym regularly requires discipline and consistency. Developing and sticking to a workout routine demonstrates commitment and self-control, and this fosters a sense of personal responsibility that can make you feel more confident. The next thing is linked to the previous point. You need to eat healthy food. Fuel your body with nutritious food. When you eat well, you'll feel energized. And when you eat junk, you'll probably feel like shit. And it's not just about appearances. It's about looking after your body. A healthy body fosters a confident mind. And you should also maintain eye contact in conversation. This one small thing can have a big impact on making a person feel validated and accepted when you're talking with them. Eye contact projects sincerity and confidence. And if you find it difficult to hold a gaze longer than just a couple of seconds, when you break eye contact, don't just look at the floor or your feet, look to the side or up. The next tip is to have open body language. Confidence is not just about having your shoulders pegged back, your chest out and your chin up. Okay, yeah, those things can help, but confidence is also about being able to sit comfortably in a chair and being able to control the space around you. Keep it open, inviting, and expressive. Also, take pride in your appearance. This isn't about vanity, it's about self-respect. Dress in a way that makes you feel confident. Your external presentation can really influence your internal state of mind. The next tip is to take risks and try something new. Stepping out of your comfort zone, just like I did with that football game, can be really powerful in building resilience, courage, and therefore confidence. Taking risks and trying new things creates a positive feedback loop. The more experiences you expose yourself to, the more you can learn, adapt, and grow. And this really helps with building confidence. Leading on from this point, I want you to make failure your friend. If you embrace failure as a natural thing, you can reduce the paralyzing fear associated with making mistakes. And this shift in perspective can really help you to develop a more proactive and fearless approach to challenges, which can help with your confidence. You need to accept failure because it provides important learning opportunities. Failure is a stepping stone to success. The next thing is to eliminate self-talk. Pay attention to what you're saying to yourself when your mind. You need to shift your internal dialogue. I can't do anything. 
has to become, I can do better next time, or at least I learned something. Having a positive mental attitude can really go a long way. And if you're struggling with this, you might want to try meditation. It can really help you to recognize and accept yourself. I've done a video on this, so go watch it later. Also, being a problem solver is key to building confidence. The more problems you solve, the more confident you become in your ability to handle various situations. Solving problems sharpens your critical thinking and encourages adaptability. So do the hard things and try to see those challenges as opportunities for growth. The last thing on this list is to do everything you say you will. Follow through on your commitments. Establish trust in your own abilities. And when you deliver on what you promise, you reinforce the belief that you're reliable. And this creates a foundation of self-trust that is so important for building confidence because reliability is associated with confidence. This one's really important to me. I want to be a man of my word, whether it's telling my mate I'll meet them at the gym at 6am or telling a colleague I'll go and review that patient for them. If you're someone that does what you say you will, you're demonstrating accountability and that enhances your credibility in the eyes of those around you. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I want you to remember that no one is born confident. Confidence is a skill and it's a byproduct of competence. It comes from taking action. And remember, confidence isn't, I know they'll like me. It's, I'm okay if they don't. Hope this helped you a little bit. Thanks for watching. See you guys in the next one. Peace.